Travel Misadventures in Morocco, written and narrated by Matthew Felix. Hey everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode, where I talk about the book from which the stories in this podcast were excerpted, With Open Arms, Short Stories of Misadventures in Morocco, winner of three Solas Awards for travel writing, and a number one bestseller in Amazon's Africa and Morocco categories. Several months ago, I had the pleasure of being interviewed by author and filmmaker Aaron Byrne, who is also editor of the Vignettes and Postcards from Morocco anthology. The clip that follows is excerpted from our interview, where Aaron asks me not only about the book in general, but also about the story, not included in this podcast, that recounts one of my most difficult experiences not only in Morocco, but in my life. You can check out the full version of my interview with Aaron on my Matthew Felix On Air podcast where we discuss our travel philosophies, my experiences living in Spain, France, and Turkey, and lots, lots more. Thanks for listening. Hey, check out my new book, Porcelain Travels, Humor, Horror, and Revelation, in, on, and around, Toilets, Tubs, and Showers, an Amazon number one new release in four categories, including travel humor, and winner of gold for humor in the 2018 Solas Awards for travel writing. You can also check out Porcelain Travel's companion podcast of the same name, which comprises readings from eight stories, including two recorded before a live audience. Porcelain Travel's The Book is available in paperback and ebook on Amazon and other online retailers. You have a book with open arms. I do. There about it is. Morocco. There it is. <laughs> and I also have a book about Morocco in an anthology. Which is called? Which is called Vignettes and Postcards from Morocco. Thank you very much. And I noticed in your, when you were talking about this book, you said something like, I just didn't know if I'd ever return to Morocco. And then there I was again. And it reminded me of um, how sometimes a different place or culture takes a while to work its magic on you and I mean I love Morocco now but the first time I was there the first in my introduction to my book is called Kaleidoscoped and basically Fez I was in Fez <laughs> it just flattened me right. there's no personal space it's like you're back in the 10th century it's it's everything it's the donkeys <laughs> and the goat's heads flying right in front of you and the difference and I, in my book, quite a few of the writers just had this experience of the place working its magic on them in a slower manner. So the, the story that, that I read from this is called Welcome Back Again. And it's about, <laughs> it, it's kind of about that process of the culture working its way, working its way into you in spite of some things that happen. Any time that that you have an incident when you're when you're in a country, it kind of blocks your wider view of what the place actually is. And also, when a crowd gathers, <laughs> our impressions of oh place intensify. So, um, I just wonder if you could talk a, a little bit about your experience in this story, and then um, how how you pieced together your impressions of Morocco based on that? Well, I didn't. And what I mean by that is the the story that you're citing is actually on my second trip and it's the end of my second trip. Mm -hmm. So by that point, I had already really formulated, you know, my impressions of Morocco and right. I was kind of giving it a second chance because I had a lot, you know, quote unquote, because I had a lot of very 
challenging, difficult experiences on my first trip to Morocco. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's actually why I wrote the book. So I didn't, I did not go to Morocco to write a book and I did not, this book is certainly not representative of the Moroccan experience. And this is not, I'm not saying in any way that this is what you should expect if you go to Morocco. I just did, however, have some very crazy experiences and some negative experiences and some funny experiences. But, but going back to the, the taxi ex, uh, experience when I was surrounded by the group and it was, I was this, I don't want to give too much away, but I was in danger. I was in very real danger. Um, You know, it didn't inform my experience so much. The reason I say that is because I think that that experience could have happened anywhere. I mean, to some degree or a a variation on that experience. You know, I've been screwed by cab drivers in New York, for example. Now, I haven't been in the kind of danger that I was in that story in New York. And I haven't been surrounded by 50 by 50 men Mm -hmm. in in a mob in New York. But um, so there's that angle. And then there's also the angle of when something negative like that does happen, I'm pretty good at knowing that this isn't necessarily, I'm just, maybe I'm just having bad luck or maybe I made a dumb decision or maybe it's not necessarily, I'm not going to say, this bad experience happened to me here. That means that's how this place is. I'm not going to kind of extrapolate. Because again, I've been held up at gunpoint here in San Francisco. That hasn't colored my experience of San Francisco. I might not go certain places. <laughs> I mean, actually, it was where I lived. So, I mean, that I, my behavior didn't <laughs> really change that much as a result. But point being, like that negative experience that happened here in San Francisco did not color my whole experience or view of the city. And it's the same with my experiences it's maybe not quite the same with my experiences in Morocco, but to a large degree, you know, I, I say in the intro, even though I've had some of these crazy experiences, which is why I'm writing this book, I've never told one person not to go to Morocco, you know, and I would just say, be careful, watch your back, just like you need to anyplace else. Sure. Um, but at the same time, it's true that I could have gone back a third time. Someone wanted me to be their guide and I chose not to because it was too soon after some of these mm-hmm. intense experiences. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would go back now happily. I'd be very curious to go back now because it's been about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back, I think, to your original question, I didn't extrapolate that this is indicative because the other thing in the book, yeah, there are some ne- negative experiences um, that I had there. But also repeatedly in the book, Moroccans come to my rescue. So in, in the story that you're right, talking right. about, um, it's a Moroccan who actually got my friend and I out of that predicament. Sure, exactly. And, and that story won an award for the mm-hmm. kindness of strangers category yes, yes. in the Solas Awards. Yes. So even though I'm t- telling this, one of the worst experiences of my life, mm-hmm. um, at the same time, there's also a really good human angle mm-hmm. and a really good portrait of Morocco mm-hmm. and that angle, right? We've got the, the, the light and the, and the dark, as right. you like to talk about, exactly. right? And so... By the same token, some of the challenging experiences I had in Morocco were with other tourists. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I don't know at this point where I'm going with that. Just that. I think it's just this thing of like the more you travel, the less you try, the less you rely on your collection of impressions of a place. Or say, yeah, A means B. You can move back from it. Um, there's a story actually in my book by Darren Duford. He's a writer in New York. He's a great writer. And it's he makes that point that it's a whole tapestry and you move back from it. You can't take each individual thread and right. analyze it. Right. 